0: your health podcast with ben kenny and dave kennedy two guys heading out to hack body mind business and beyond we are here to provide a single source bullshit free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer
1: Oh, welcome back.
0: Good to see everybody. I'm Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kennedy.
1: And this is Hacking Your Health podcast.
0: This is a, a special podcast, right? Because this will be aired in the first week of 2022. So this will be the the new year set of uh of Hacking Your Health, right? It will. I mean, they're all special in their own right, but yeah, it'll be I the mean, first of, of <laughs> it'll be the first of mm-hmm. the new year. Um so happy new year everybody, I guess. Yeah. In the future. Happy Happy New Year! Uh, we should we should get uh, get some uh, champagne and celebrate right now. <laughs> uh, I got tequila. Is that go? There you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could start tequila this early. No, I had too much tequila to the weekend. Anyway, anyway. So, how are you? What's going on? No, things are good. Uh, everything's been great. I uh, did some orange here this morning, and I've uh, been looking forward to the podcast today. It's been kind of a light week, which is good. You know, like you know, it kind of works, kind of chill. Everybody's still out of the office, and. Uh, just more so catching up on things uh i got a nap in which is which is great so you know i'm <laughs> uh, gonna get my lift in this afternoon right after this actually uh it's legs day the best day ever so um although i mean i, I do i mean I, I think you and i agree on this uh best day for me is push i love push days just uh yeah push because of how you feel like you feel yeah. jacked coming out of it leg day you come out of it and feel like something's just sucked the soul from you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, that the last leg day I did was it last week. I think I texted you. I'm like, listen, I'm I'm just I'm I'm done. Like I'm I I can't go anymore. I'm wrecked. I'm just gonna go literally collapse and chill for for five days. And it's funny because I uh I went and got a sports massage done for the first time, and uh, uh, Aaron got me gift cards for for Christmas. Uh, it's this place down the street, and uh, the lady was super strong, which is great. Um, and so she like put me through the ringer, and I mean let me tell you, like it was painful. I uh, I wanted to tap out like 10 different times but I'm like I'm not tapping out, I'm not tapping out. But uh what she kept saying which I started getting annoyed with was like man your muscles are really jacked up like you need to stretch more and she she must have said that probably 30 times I'm like yeah I got it I got it okay I I lift every single day my muscles go through the ringer every single day I understand that they they are in knots and they're they're pissed at me right now and and you know but but guess what they're growing so that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> I think there's you know there's a lot to be said for that I'm I'm you know, I'm an advocate of you should probably take some more time off, but at the same time, without me standing there actually physically getting you to take time off, I doubt it's actually going to happen. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to help. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it, you know, listen, six days I think is is, is a fair amount. Six uh, days yeah. is a lot. A lot of training. It is. It is. And you know, plus it, three
1: it, orange theory, plus fourteen thousand steps a day. It's a
0: lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. my body, my, I'm listening to my body. It can handle it. It's not hurt right now. It feels great. Um, you know, I feel strong. Listen like to I, your
1: body, just not the girl that did the sports
0: massage. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So well, if you I go mean, back, for, if you go back for another one, you're gonna go with someone else. Well, you know, you know what's interesting about uh, what she said, which I was interested in, is uh, she was like, you should stretch before you work out and after. And I started doing some some analysis on the studies around that, and actually stretching before might be detrimental to your lifting. Um, it now, now when I say stretching, I'm not saying you shouldn't do active warmups and dynamic stretching, uh, which are good for your muscles to warm them up and to get them kind of flexible and things like that, but actual stretching, stretching of like stretching your muscles and things like that actually create, uh, there's a lot of studies that it, it creates more proneness to injury, which I thought was really interesting. I hadn't seen that before after is the, the big, big, important piece. Yeah.
1: I mean. I've not been stretching now consecutively for about eight years of training, so I've I've done all right. and um, for me, you you know this, and I've, I've said this before. You know, my warm up consists of just doing low reps, low weight, and build up to the working set of the actual movement. Because then you get the the muscle that you're trying to move warmed up in the movement that you're trying to do. So that that's my go to for stretching. And
0: well, that's how I like when you program my uh, my lifts. You know, you have two really high rep, um, you know, lower weight warm up. Uh, sets to kind of get those muscles kind of in the groove. And then from there, you know, you start getting into the heavier sets as you start to go through that. And that, that's always worked uh, for me as well. I think the, the biggest thing for me um, is starting to incorporate more stretching afterwards uh, to focus on my mobility. Uh, Aaron even talked about potentially even doing like a yoga class or something like that um, throughout the week. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, I've never done yoga before. And I, I always like yoga you know, is hard as like, shit. You'll sh- every, uh, get everybody that does it tells me it's fucking ridiculously hard. So. I did. Th- whenever I, know I've
1: spoken a couple of times about whenever I hurt my shoulder, whenever I was drunk and tried to do handstand, um, I went to Brickham yoga, which is like a heated room. So the room's like a sauna. It's like, it's like yeah, so it's was like 37, 38 degrees, obviously Celsius. So I don't know what the transition is. Um, but genuinely, so you, the room gets locked for 90 minutes. So you're lying there, to like sort of acclimatize to the room. And then the instructors like stand up and literally within about 90 seconds, you're dripping in sweat and there's like guys in front of you just standing in speedos because it's so warm, but genuinely <laughs> the hardest 90 minute workouts that I've ever done, I did that for about eight weeks. It really, really did help my shoulder, like actually being able to stretch it out properly. And obviously the heat in the room yeah. helps the muscles and whatever else. But yeah, I mean, it's hard shit, like it's hard.
0: Yeah, I just want to get better at stretching and mobility. That's my biggest thing. You know you know me. Uh, mobility has always been a problem uh, with you know my movements and things like that. So always just trying to figure out ways to get better. So that, that's my 2022 New Year's resolution is to uh, do at least a five minute warm up with dynamic stretching and then um, potentially cold showers, which is not going to happen. So I'm already breaking that 2022 resolution. It's not even 2022 yet. So well,
1: I'm actually <laughs> whenever we get into the topic that we're going to talk about, I'm going to actually pick on you for that. So we'll we'll deal with that that down the line. Um, yeah. Yeah, not that you've asked, but everything's good with me.
0: I was just about to ask. Okay. So, <laughs> so we, we, well, I didn't know if you had something to add to that. And then I was going to ask, you know, hey, how are you doing afterwards? But, but fine. You know, if you want to be like that, it's fine. It's fine. You want to call me out?
1: <laughs> no, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, one thing I will say is now that I'm sort of back into a routine of training properly, albeit not in a training facility that I particularly enjoy, um, I feel infinitely better. Like, I, I, you're probably the same now that you. I have this sort of attachment to I feel good when I train, like it's a part of who I am. And I sort of I'm not that person if I'm not doing those things, especially obviously given, you know, what I do for a oh, job yeah. or whatever. So I feel infinitely better. You know, work for me this week, I sort of said that I'm going to take a bit of a chill week. I'm obviously going to do, you know, I had a couple of calls with you, with Chris. I was on the call with Dan earlier on just catching up with everybody. Um, I'm also going to do check-ins and stuff like that. But over and above, I'm going to sort of take this week to sort of chill and just sort of wind into the new year. Um, one of my resolutions for next year will be to do more mobility. I said this to you on, on Monday when we spoke, Like I used to do 10 to 15 minutes in the morning as part of my morning routine, and it's just been sacked off. Um, I will continue to do cold showers, and I will keep that, that as
0: part of my day-to-day life. You're a masochist.
1: It's funny. Right, okay, so today we want to talk about mindset. We want to revisit mindset because obviously people are in that sort of headspace of New Year, New Me, 2022 is my year, I'm gonna fucking complete it, whatever else. And I think, you know, as we sort of said before, mindset is the first pillar and it's the first thing that you need to deal with. And I've been doing a lot of listening to podcasts and reading and whatever else, and I think there's a lot of things to be said or a lot of things that tips wise that we can give to help people sort of it's not it's, it's easy for us to say work on your mindset, but what does that actually look like for people? So I think that that's what we will get into today,
0: you know, uh, when we started going through the initial pillars, when we first started this podcast, uh, you know, the the mindset component, I think, was the biggest challenge for me starting off. Right. And it's that's the, because, I mean, you're literally changing human behavior and habits. And, and if you're in the security industry and you know about social engineering and you know about phishing and all of those things that happen with with people that you're going after. Changing human patterns and behavior is extremely difficult to do. Um, it, it, whether that's you know getting somebody that is stuck in the way of doing single factor authentication and you're moving to multi factor authentication, you know it's 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 a challenge to change anybody's behavior uh, one way or another. So mindset is is one of those things to me that is by far probably the most fundamental. Uh, portion of this and what we discuss about, and, and that's I think why you know going over this, getting into the new year is really important because we're going to get into hey, what does it take to shift your mind towards this type of lifestyle, and that's why we talk about no bullshit diets, no you know uh, colon coffee fasts, you know whatever the fuck is out there, um, you know to lose you know twenty pounds in three days, uh, you know this is not something that that you can rush into. Um, this is not something that you should expect to be what you want to look like day one or day 30 or day 60 you know it took you years to get to the place that you're at right now where you're unhappy how do you get to the point to where you're going to be um happy with yourself your confidence everything else and, and that all comes from from the mindset uh, piece of it yeah well i mean
1: you touched on a good point there. like it's Example, it's taken you 20 years to get to the place that you're at now, unhappy with your body and whatever else. On what fucking planet do you think that you're going to get out of that in six weeks or 10 weeks or whatever it is? Yeah. And accepting that, I think is probably a big part of the mindset, having the mindset of this is going to take me a long fucking time, but. You know, it's going to give me a better quality of life and understanding sort of what what the benefits of it are rather than just being like, oh, I need to do this, Christ that, because I have to go to someone's wedding at the weekend or whatever the fucking excuse is. <laughs> um, and I actually think, you know, it's funny that you're talking about, you know, people in social engineering and in the industry and whatever else. I think there's a lot of analogies that we can use that will help people relate to what we're talking about. So obviously, you know that side of it. I am not in any way, shape, or form going <laughs> to gonna let on that I know what it is that actually goes on in terms of cybersecurity and, and what you guys do. But if we start from a very basic level in terms of your mindset, I think the first place to start is understanding why you are the way you are. So if we relate that to, and please don't make fun of me here, let's just see if we can get it out right in terms of analogies. okay? So if you're coding something, you have to put that together. You write the code to get a certain outcome, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So all of us every experience every life event everything that's happened to us up until this point in a sense is the way that we have been coded correct yep okay so if we understand 100%. that if we understand that then that is you know the first place that we can start you get people are you know and you actually said this the last week you said that you always thought you weren't a morning person. That was a narrative that you told yourself. So for X amount of years, you had told yourself that you weren't a morning person. Once we sort of changed a bit of perspective on that, you know, get up in the morning, albeit you're not delighted about it, but you're ready to go. So technically, in a sense, you know, you have shifted your mindset and your belief in yourself as to being a morning person. Absolutely.
0: That's good. I, so far, it's, um, I, you got me. So far, so, far. Good. So, so far, good. So far, so good. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Cool. Right. So understanding how you put together and why you are the way you are, I think, is the, the sort of often overlooked. It's not just a case of, oh, I need to change my mindset, which, OK, you should probably do. But to do that, you need to get an understanding of why you are the way you are in the first place. And something that often comes up and, you know, again, we've touched on this a couple of times, I think a lot of our beliefs in ourselves, or a lot of our beliefs around food and a lot of relationships with food and everything else have come from growing up whenever you're we younger food family you know good times bad times it generally sort of resonates around food and i think i think it was will smith quoted this and i could be wrong but basically he said that it's not your fault that you are the way you are, you think the way you, you do, but sure as fuck is your responsibility to change it if you want to change. And I'm pretty sure he did say it exactly that way, but I mean, I don't think he's listening, so we'll be fine. Um, so <laughs> it's, not, it's not your fault that you think the way you do, that you have the relationships with people, yourself, with food that you do, but it's your responsibility now that you're an adult to change them.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons, you know, complexity wise, why we're in certain habits that we have, whether it's, you know, like you mentioned uh, the way that you were raised. So, you know, I had really amazing parents, Um, you know, my my mom, my dad, they split at an early age and, you know, we were a lower income family and my parents always worked all the time. You know, my mom held two or three jobs at a time. So, you know, she'd come home at like six from her one job and then she'd be, you know, um, doing typing and things like that for translation for... Um, doctors, you know, in the nighttime. So, you know, I never saw her much. I never saw my dad much, you know, there were, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're always, they're always great, great families, but they're busting their ass to make a living for, for us. And um, so food was always one of those things that was like, just get it from either fast food or get it from, you know, the freezer and, uh, and you know, in a, in a prepared meal, there's not much cooking going on. Um, you know, that changed a little bit as I got uh, older, you know, until like 16, 17 years. My, my stepmom cooked a lot. Uh, which was good but you know my my food at that point had become an issue right you know so i ate all the time i ate unhealthy i probably packing at 5 calories i was obese already by the time i was 16 uh years old um and so you know there's a lot of reasons why we get to a certain point some of us though you know might have only happened you know recently where you know we put a bigger focus on you know work and family and less on ourselves and our bodies and our nutrition and things that go along with it so there's just a lot of reasons why This happens, but to to add to Ben's analogy on the coding aspects of things, the way that we can fix this and change this is by doing, you know, very minor releases of the code that change us over time. Right. So more of that agile workflow development where we're basically doing very big or very small sprints to change little things or habits in ourselves, uh, little minor versions of releases, either bug fixes or things like that to actually address some of the underlying core issues uh, and to add features and functionality as we go through and being able to uh, make small, tiny, incremental changes to steer our habits in a different direction that is sustainable long-term. And that's why when you talk about mindset, this isn't something that you know we're going to be like, Hey, here's this book here. This isn't a book. This is a, a cable, um, but uh, here's this book here. And this is going to tell you exactly what you need to do for the next seven weeks to get that body that you want to, right? It's not going to happen like that. This is something where you're like, okay, I'm going to make a commitment for the rest of my life. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to make a commitment like a lot of people do for New Year's resolutions and say, hey, I'm going to work out in the gym seven days a week. I'm going to do Orange Theory seven days a week and work out at the gym as well. I'm going to only eat 100 calories on top of that. And then I'm going to do sprints you know, during, during my breaks and I'm going to do 5,000 pushups. And I'm also going to, you know, you're going to overload yourself with things, right? This is a gradual progression, and it's, it's what's great about this is that any small change that you make may be small here, but as time grows, it has monumental impacts on your overall health, body, longevity, and everything else that goes along with it. So you're starting off here but that curve starts to increase over time as you go along. And if you're looking on the the website or on the, on the YouTube page, you can actually see my hands move up in an, in a, in in an animation that fully explains this whole rationale of thoughts. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that listen, you you, got to get yourself into the right mindset first and you know, food is, is a struggle, you know, Ben, I don't know if you, you probably don't have the same relationship with food as I do. Um, you know, food is always a struggle. Even right now, it's a struggle. Like, you know, we, we were at what, at one point in time, 3,800 calories. And then, you know, we, we're, I'm down to 2,800 calories right now uh, on a cutting phase. And, you know, that's a thousand less calories that I'm eating a day. And it's difficult for me to eat a thousand less calories a day now. And it's not, it doesn't hurt. It's not painful. Um, but I have to be very conscious of it as I'm going through, so that the the things that I've put into place in my life allow me to control that aspect of things where I have full control of my body and my health.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, growing up with food, my mom always worked in a restaurant. So I was always around fresh food. I was always around good food. And I have never, I guess, really had a negative relationship with food. I've always really enjoyed food. I've always really enjoyed cooking. I think I've mentioned this before. I sort of see cooking as my creative outlet. So I say this sometimes that, you know, when I finish my work day, I'll go and cook. And that's me sort of like psychologically winding down from work. And I enjoy the process of cooking and put food together and things like that. So I've always enjoyed food um, on that front, but it's always been like fresh. It's always been homemade. Like I've, I've been very lucky in that fact that I've always been around really, really good food. Um, from the, the sort of calories perspective, actually, you know, something that you, you touched on there is you've put measures in place in terms of like what you have to do to consciously eat a thousand less calories. Now, everybody needs to be aware that I just didn't overnight decide to take a thousand calories off you. Like it's been a gradual sort of drop by a hundred calories here and there over the past couple of weeks and whatever else. Um, and I think that that sort of leads us into, you know, the, the power of your environment and how that can affect your, your mind as well. And I actually, tweeted about it last night about how everything that you absorb and everything that you're around, you listen to, read, whatever it is, controls your narrative of your reality. And the, the reason that I'm bringing this up is over Christmas, I was with my family and, you know, I was talking about fucking cryptocurrency and NFTs. And like, I could tell that my family were looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? But for me, it's all I see on social media. Now, obviously that it's programmed that because I'm reading these things and interacting with these things and I see more and more of these things. So, I'm literally creating that narrative of seeing more of those things, which is fine for me because, you know, I'm into it and that's whatever else. But there's a lot of, and I think you actually touched on it last night as well, there's a lot of negative shit on social media that people see and they fall into this sort of like hamster wheel of reading this negative shit and that sort of consumes them in that way. So whenever I talk about environment, I don't literally physically, well, I don't always mean what you're surrounded by. It's like, you know what are you looking at on a day-to-day basis? What are you reading? Who are you surrounding yourself with? All these things need to be in line with your goals and the person that you want to become. Yeah.
0: And I, th- I think those those goal-oriented objectives are things that you have to look at from both a short, mid- and long-term perspective, right? So your long-term objectives are, hey, I want to be jacked as fuck, right? You know, like, that's yes, mine. Yes, I agree. That, that, yeah, same. That, that, yeah, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yours as well. But that's not everybody's. You know, hey, yeah. I want to... I want to be skinny and see my abs. I want to, you know, be able to run a 5K. You know, th- those are objectives that you need to set for yourself. Of what, what if, if, if the world was perfect and I had a perfect image of myself, what would that look like, right? And then you start to figure out, hey, how can I start to chip away at this to get there? And you know, I, I still get frustrated at times. Uh, there was a, a dad bod transformation post recently, and there was this guy that you know literally posted. It was a year transformation. Now, you know, it it showed him before and after and after he looks like this massive ripped Arnold dude, right? Obviously, the dude's injecting a shit ton of steroids. Uh, And obviously, he had a big set of muscle beforehand that he was able to chip away at his fat, right? So you have to look at it in perspective of, well, yeah, that guy already had had been lifting probably for 10 years, you know, and had all this muscle, but yet had a ton of fat and then he got his nutrition in order and a lot of steroids and he went up in, in strength and, you know, muscle. And then he shut, shed away all that fat. So his journey was an 11 year journey to get to that point. Yet you only see that one year comparison of before and after. Right. And, and that's frustrating for me because I'm like, well, fuck, why don't I look like that yet? You know, and I'm like, you know, but i have only been on this journey for a year, you know, so, you know, it takes time for, for that to, to actually go and happen. And, these things are not immediate, but the small things that you put into your life, and and we'll talk about some of those small things, you know. And we're going to get into some of those in future podcasts stuff like that. And you can also listen to the historical podcasts um, on some of those, the foundational pieces. But you know, just making, a, you know, like my promise to me, you know, Ben, since I since I started with you. um, you know, the first thing that you introduced me to was my fitness pal. Had not used it before, had not counted my calories, had not looked at my net macronutrients. You know, I thought I was eating healthy by going to Panera, which actually turned out to be a thousand calories, um, you know, for per meal that I was eating. So if you think about it, you know, with everything else on the shit that I was eating the other day, I was probably pounding around 4,500 calories a day, and I'm wondering why I didn't lose weight. Um, you know, and so, you know, the first thing that you introduced me to was my fitness pal. I have not missed one single day at all in my fitness pal since I started, right? And that's a, that's a promise to me. That's a promise I made to myself that I will log everything that I eat, even if I fuck it up, you know, like, and, and don't, don't get even me if wrong. You there. have to
1: log 10,000 calories. You'll if log, log 10,000 calories.
0: I'm logging 10,000 calories. And then I'm going to be like, Ben, I ate 10,000 calories yesterday. I'm a piece of shit and I need to figure out what I did yesterday. You know, like, you know, um, you know, and, and I've done that, you know, but, uh, um, but I, the other day I, I, I actually didn't count, uh, I told Ben this. I, I, I confessed. I'm like, listen. Christmas, I ate really good protein, everything macros, fantastic. I had five Buckeyes and I didn't log them. Like I'm What's like, I'm like yeah. I didn't ask you this the other yesterday. What's a Buckeye? So like these, I can I can go get one in the fridge. My, and there's still like ten there. I'm like Aaron, get rid of these damn things because I'm going to keep start calling um, these shits out to people. Uh, like and, and here's the thing, like they're they're basically chocolate and peanut butter. Okay, it's basically what okay. it is. I'm not a big peanut butter fan, but you if you take peanut butter and you mix it with a shit ton of sugar, and then you put more sugar in it. And then you put chocolate around it. It tastes amazing. So, it's, it's basically. It looks like a, a like like it's like like dark chocolate or, or you know milk chocolate around the edges and underneath it. And then in the in the center is is basically uh, peanut butter and those are Buckeyes and those are like one of my favorite favorite things to eat. So, you know, but I'm like I'm like you know what five five Buckeyes aren't going to kill me. I can afford myself that. But I but I, I I do make an attempt to log every aspect, even alcohol, you know, whatever I do. But that's a promise to myself, and that that's one. Small thing mindset-wise that you can make a difference of is saying, listen, in order for me to make a change, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to start logging my calories, everything I eat, in my fitness pal, and I'm not going to ever waver from that again. And that's a framework you can put yourself in because you know, hey, if I'm eating 10,000 calories a day or if I'm eating 5,000 calories a day, I'm going to gain weight. You know, If I eat 2,000 calories a day, I'm probably going to lose weight. So these things are small things that you can start to incorporate from a habit perspective that start to, to, to frame your mindset in a way that allows you to be successful. So I just Googled guys there. I mean, for anybody who's in the UK,
1: to me, it just looks like what we would describe as a peanut butter ball that doesn't have a lid on the top, but they look good as hell. Um, I actually was out for breakfast with Harper early on. I had something very similar. Um, But a point that I want to note, and I said last week, of course, that I would remember to sort of big everybody up in the in the client group. Obviously, I did the majority of people's check-ins on, on Monday just there. And it was so good to see people that we were able to, Enjoy Christmas, not have any guilt around food, you know, still stay on track, yeah. know what they needed to do beforehand, still able to make progress, like the amount of people that were still able to improve on their weight, improve on their metrics and improve on everything else, still get their sessions in. It wasn't a total fucking write-off. Yeah. And it was so good to see that someone like, like, I've never been able to do that before because they didn't have the structure, the knowledge, the education, the foundations, all the shit that we go through, you know, in the coaching process. And they were delighted about it because obviously, you know, we have this relationship with Christmas that it's a food holiday that it's just, you just have to go to town on food and you feel like shit the next day and whatever else. And it doesn't actually have to be like that. Um oh. And that again is a shift in mindset that you don't have to fucking wake up and have a chocolate orange for breakfast on Christmas Day and then eat a selection box and then you have the breakfast and start drinking and whatever else. It doesn't need to be that way. You
0: know, what's interesting about Christmas is, um, <clears throat> so, you know, we, we cooked a ton of food. Uh, you know, we had uh, just food all over the place and um you know the first thing that i look at is how do i get my protein right so what i did in the morning is i had a, a protein shake and i skipped my bagel because i knew that it was going to be extra carbohydrates that i was probably going to pick up during the lunch and dinner time frames and um and so i still got my lift in and everything else is great and uh when i got to sit down you know there was ham there was turkey there was mashed potatoes or stuffing you know, there's cranberry sauce, which is awesome by the way, but only the stuff that comes in cans, you can't have anything else. Um, it's a US thing, by the way. It, it has to actually have like the ridges from the can on it, then you know it's good. Um, but then uh, uh you know there's 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 all this food spread, right? There's pumpkin pie and all this other stuff. You know, first thing I do if you look at my plate proportion size-wise, I have a full plate of food and it's filled with turkey and ham. Like, you know, like the majority of my plate is turkey and ham. I have a little bit of stuffing, and I have a little bit of mashed potatoes. And that's that's perfect with my macro breakdown. You know, it was like it was like sixty grams of protein, thirty grams of carbohydrates. You know, probably twenty grams of fat. That's great. That's a great breakdown for me uh, to be able to go and eat. So I shoved that down, and guess what? I had a nice slice of pumpkin pie with, you know, a whole bunch of uh, ready whip on it. You know, that's three hundred seventy calories right there. Boom! All of a sudden, now I have a good count of what I can eat the rest of the day. And hey, you know what? I need to have a protein shake at night, or I need to have you know a little bit more. Um, uh, some, you know, something protein sector like Greek yogurt or something like that at night. But I was able to really manage my eating, still eat really well, feel full, you know, to the T, um, and you know, really, really manage the whole aspect of the whole entire time you know, without issue.
1: Yeah, and it just comes down to everything that we've sort of done up until this point to understand food, understand calories, and that literally comes down from that sort of start point of using my fitness pal to give you an understanding of food and i obviously saw you the the tweet earlier on the guy said that it, it wasn't a sustainable way to live and i think we'll do another podcast when it goes beyond calories in versus calories out but in my opinion and from my experience tracking your food on my fitness file is an essential part of anybody's journey because nobody has a fucking clue about food portion size how food's made up and i think it just comes down to probably the media marketing the restaurants like and i know especially in america like portions are just fucking out of control so nobody actually has a an idea as to you know how a meal should be made up or a a decent meal should be made up and exactly to sort of go back to your point that you know before we started you thought you were eating healthy a lot of healthy foods high in calories yes it's delicious and you're eating good food and that's yes obviously it's a bonus you know it's unprocessed and whatever else but you can still overconsume on oh, yeah. on healthy foods. Like it's it's you know it just comes down to the calories of it. So, not to get into a whole nutrition talk, but I definitely think that having that understanding of food and sort of how it's made up is is definitely essential for anybody sort of starting out or whatever they're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this in previous podcasts. We will not go into all the specifics, but you know when we talk about macronutrients. Um, that's the most important concept to understand in nutrition. There are, you know, more advanced stuff like micronutrients and, you know, blood tests to see if you're deficient in certain areas, things like that, to optimize your body. What we're talking about here is is three simple concepts. You know, proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. That's it. Um, and everybody thinks carbohydrates are bad. Carbohydrates are literally your energy source. Your body burns carbohydrates first. The stuff that it doesn't use, it turns into fat. Fat, if it doesn't use it, doesn't burn it, goes right into fat stores um you know proteins what's what's used for protein synthesis to build muscle um obviously one of the most important aspects if you're trying to get jacked um but uh uh you know um the the, the biggest thing is, is trying to understand that it splits you know for me you know every, everybody's different uh in fact i was just listening to you we can't go a podcast without uh without talking about uh huberman labs podcast we should
1: just are we not on first name terms can we just call him Andre?
0: this is to andrew's podcast this is andrew's podcast and uh you know andrew and i are like good friends you know he doesn't know me but i, I know him really well from all the podcasts i listen to him on. i listen to him in the sauna i've listened to him you know like we, we just we just share share times together but uh but he had a um he had a, a doctor on um that that specializes in, in a lot of different studies around um, your body um and one of the ones that was really interesting was uh, he had talked about how everybody's body is metabolically different uh, how they operate different different genetics uh, the things that are the same the circadian clock that we have or the circadian rhythm that we have uh, where this is something like 89 or 93 percent of our our dna is is geared towards us our clocks um our internal clocks of how our bodies operate so protein synthesis most efficient in the morning so if you have protein intake in the morning it's the best uh versus throughout uh, throughout the day and night or at night if you're gonna do some of like casting but anyways um what, what he was explaining was you know um he is more of a smaller build type of guy Uh, and he needs less protein requirements than, than Huberman did because, you know, he's more of a a bigger muscular guy and they talk about kind of their, their different ways that they eat and, and how they, they space things out. But typically if your goal is to gain muscle, you know, you want a macronutrient breakdown that's higher in protein and, you know, you know, and somewhere in the middle of, of, you know, carbohydrates and fats. Now when you start to optimize that more carbohydrates equate to more energy, less fat equates to less fat. So if you have a high protein, high carbohydrate diet, um, you have the ability to have high levels of energy throughout the day as well as maximize your your muscle growth right so when you start looking at nutrients and you start looking at nutrition it's really you know um, finding what works best for you but but really the most important aspect of things literally is calories like your body will figure out how to move things in different directions in different areas based on what you eat calories in versus calories out is is the simplest form of another again there's Complexities to that with thermodynamics, and some of them thermodynamics, and some of them have, you know, um, you know, harder for your body to digest, which equates to more calories being burned and stuff like that. I'm not talking about the the very you know explicit details of that, but calories in versus calories out. If you're eating more calories than you burn, you're gonna gain weight. So if you are skinny and you want to gain weight, you eat more food, right? Uh, If you're, if you're heavy set or fat and you eat less, then you're going to lose less. Now, again, don't put yourself in a 2000 calorie caloric deficit. You're going to hate life. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, 200 calories a day in a deficit, 400 calories a day in a deficit, you can have some pretty awesome results, you know, two to three pounds a week, sometimes up to, upwards of four to six if you're if you're obese. So, you know, there's some great, great benefits to just understanding nutrition and understanding, hey, what am I putting in my body? Those three things, carbohydrates, fats and proteins. What, I, what does my body actually need to get myself through the day?
1: Not to go into a whole nutrition talk. Let's go into a whole nutrition talk anyway. Let's do
0: it. Let's just do it. <laughs> one, point, the one,
1: <laughs> one point that, um, that you touched on there about the sort of negative view that people have on carbohydrates. And this again, it just, well, I mean, from my knowledge, it just comes down to what the narrative around carbohydrates have been for the past 10, 20 years is that, you know, they're bad and they make you fat. So, People have that in their head that they can't eat carbs and can't eat carbohydrates. And that even in itself is a a thing that I need to learn or, you know, I have to help people overcome getting beyond that sort of fear of, of carbohydrates again, which is a mindset thing. Um, but again, that just comes down to sort of, you know, understanding why you have that, you know, was it? I know there's a couple of people in the group who have said that you know their their mum was always on a diet or their auntie or their granny or whoever was always on a diet and it was no carbs. It was Atkins diet or whatever other fucking madness diets that were going on at the time. So they have that sort of ingrained in them that that carbs are bad and carbs are the devil and they can't eat them and all this other shit. Um, and a point that you said there is in terms of the the promise that you made to yourself, and I think that this is an important one to sort of touch on on mindset because a lot of times. Whenever I'm on calls with people at the start, they have failed at so many things in the past, diets, training, previous trainers, whatever it is that they've tried to do to lose weight or gain muscle. There has been a consecutive amount of failures over time. So they have this sort of like mental block with actually being successful with something. And even, you know, you saying about making that promise to yourself, being able to actually Keep that promise is a, as a more positive reinforcement to yourself as to like, oh shit, right. Well, I can actually do this. Like I can actually be successful with this. And you know, you yourself have said how many different diets you've tried, how many times you've been up and down in weight, how many different things that you've done. So for you to be able to actually make and keep that promise up until this point and have the success that you've had in that is an insight. Are you changing your lights?
0: Yeah. Yes, I'm trying you to mentioned. talk so, know, about know, fucking mindset you notice, and you're the so, background lights. Of course, it's a <laughs> all right yeah yeah i'll show my lights my lights <laughs> you're all blue and i'm like man i want i want to look like like a different color so anyway sorry go ahead. <laughs> but yes anyway the the being able to make and keep a promise to
1: yourself and jason as well i know i've spoken about jason last week but he is the same as that you know he made a promise to himself at the start of this year that he was going to meet etians and he's had an incredible year in terms of health benefits and you know high fields and you know you see it yourself like last week in the call like he's an entirely different person like he was always you know happy to be there and whatever else but he's an entirely different person on the call and that is because he kept and made a promise made and kept a promise to himself at the start of the year and i think being able to do that will put you in that again positive relationship with yourself that you're you know you don't label yourself as a failure like how you speak to yourself is so important you know if you say well i always feel at this and i always do that well yeah you're going to because you're literally telling yourself that so being able to make a small promise to yourself keep it Will then allow you to make other prom- other promises to yourself and sort of build on that, and then you know that's how you sort of set yourself up for success.
0: Yeah, and I think I think a lot of us have experienced rock bottom in our health journeys, right? Um, you know, I remember uh, doing the the Sean T Insanity, and and that's probably my my first attempt of like, I would say trying to change my life for the better. Like it, like I mean, I was all in, right? I would not miss a workout routine, you know. And if you're not familiar with Sean T's Insanity, it's a, a sixty minute. Hit training program that you do on TV and it's just you know like high knees, you know running, push ups, you know, you know, you know all this stuff. Mad It's crazy. It's crazy. It's intense. It's intense. It is intense. And um, and you know, I remember, I you know, I have pictures of myself and I was, I think, 320 pounds at that time or 315 pounds at that time. And um, I pictured myself in you know like just dripping in sweat and covered. And I would do this all the time, even at at derby County conference that I ran. You know, um, I'd be upstairs, you know, during breaks and doing the Shanti insanity stuff. And, you know, the thing was, I, I, I had some success with that short term, but there's no way that level of of intensity doing that six or seven days a week is sustainable. Right. And, um, and, and I didn't have the nutrition down as part of that. So, you know, I was basically just busting my ass and killing myself. And I think I dropped maybe like 10 or 15 pounds. And then I'm like, fuck this. And I just gained 20 (laughs) pounds again, you know, and it's just, you know, but it was, but the way that my mind works, it's, it's it's interesting. and, And I've, and I've seen myself do this a lot of times. And this is something that I really struggle with. And this is like one of my biggest fears now in this, this whole journey is that, you know, I'll tell myself one day, Hey, it's okay if I skip this. Right. And then the next day it's like, ah, it's just two days. And then it's like, ah, it's three days. What is that really gonna hurt? It's already been two days and then it's gone. Right. And then it's six months later and you're like, and then it's six months later.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's why, you know, you talk about my training. I won't miss a training, man. Like I, I, I have not missed a training. Aside from injury or on vac- even on vacation, I, I get my training. Exactly, I was actually so camp. I was I was going to say Matt, <laughs> I,
1: I listened back or this morning to our first mindset podcast, and it was just after you got back from whenever you were in New York at the forest and you, you had the dumb and the bench and stuff. So you, yeah. know, you haven't you haven't missed the training. The, again, only time, the only time I missed training was when I was hurt. Made, Yeah, a promise that you yeah. made to yourself. And actually, Matt, who we had on a couple of weeks ago or when, whenever that was, his thing about training is if he misses one day, his promise to himself is that he won't miss a second day. And that that's a, it's, a that's simple, it's as simple as that, you know, it's fine, you know, things come up and you can miss a day and that's absolutely fine, but don't fucking miss the second day. Cause that's whenever it starts to get out of control.
0: Yeah. My, um, my, my rationality is listen, if I'm, I'm if I'm feeling like total shit and I don't want to go work out, I will at least get to the gym and do my first exercise movement. And if I still don't feel like it afterwards, then I won't do it right. Because I made the commitment to go there. I made the commitment to do it. I'm just not feeling it today. Like, you know, whether I'm, I'm hurt or I'm sore, or I'm tired, I have no energy, or I'm sick, I'm still going to go and make that attempt to go there as a routine uh, to, to go there. I'll tell you one new routine that I've been doing, and this is totally TMI, um, but I learned something from The Rock. And, um, and so like my, my gym, there's no bathroom there. So like I literally have to like put different shoes on because I only use certain shoes in my my floor because I don't like to track uh you know like uh, things I'm like I'm super anal about like it being clean and like being perfect. Of clean at all the time. Like and um and so so there's no bathroom there. So the rock says, you know, hey, uh, you know, my energy drink uh uh Bottle that I drink, I just piss into that, you know, when I'm going, you know, so I don't have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, that's a great idea. So I, I literally, for the first, I told Aaron this too. I'm like, hey, you know, like, make sure you knock when you're coming in because, like, I'm probably peeing in a bottle. And she's like, what? She's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, listen, the rock said was like, it was okay. I, I was like, the rock said that's what he does. And like, like, that guy's awesome. So I want to be like that. So I'm going to pee in a bottle, you know? So, so just a really quick funny story. <laughs> I uh I was peeing in the bottle yesterday and uh, uh I wasn't paying attention and it, it overflowed everywhere and I peed all over the floor basically so uh, just be careful if you're peeing into a bottle at the gym, uh you know, I know number CITM- one make sure
1: make sure that if you're peeing in a bottle in the gym that it's your gym at the house and it's not a public gym
0: please. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't mean to derail that. I just had to, I had to get that story out there. But listen, I think I think. Uh, you know the 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 promises that you make to yourself, you have to hold and keep. And and again, you, you don't want to overcommit yourself, right? You don't want to say, "Listen, I'm going to do Shanti's Insanity seven days a week, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to only eat a plant based diet, and I'm, you know, and I'm going to." I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But wait, the, yeah, the, That's fine. Yeah, we can say that. <laughs> the, the large, the the largest <laughs> I ever was was when I was a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian for eight years, and uh, you can absolutely eat unhealthy being a vegetarian. I was 315 pounds and i was a vegetarian so you know um but uh definitely still, like, still, i know that you dropped that out of podcast before
1: i'm like what eight years is a vegetarian what the, what the fuck yeah but anyway yeah. so a po- another sort of point to to touch on with that i obviously you know having calls with people all the time and as you're talking about being being at rock bottom and stuff like that um i have these similar sort of conversations with people all the time and and generally the sort of like well, the first sort of point is, you know, you're talking about you, the, you know, make small commitments to yourself. People will come on, they're fucking over enthusiastic. And I'm like, right. Okay. How many days do you want to train? They're like seven. I'm like, okay, we'll do three. And they're like, oh, I'm like, we'll start with three lowest effective dose. We can add others in down the line. So that in terms of the promising is absolutely fine. And that's again, the reason that I do that is a mindset thing because say, for example, they say seven. And something happens, and they only get six, and they feel like they failed again, and that failure thing will trigger with them. Whereas if I maybe not three, but if I say four, and they get the four in, perfect, and if they want to do an extra day, and they get a fifth day, then they've done more than they said they're going to do, and that's again a positive reinforcement thing. So that's just a sort of sideline in, in terms of mindset. But what I'm trying to say is, in in terms of the conversations that I have with people, there's two things that always come up. It's number one, they're like, "I don't know how I got here," and I actually spoke to Chris about this on Monday, you know, we were talking about his, you know, he, he was looking back at his very first, like, before picture, I guess, his before picture. And he was like, like, number one, looking back now, he doesn't recognize that person. But number two, he doesn't know how he actually ended up as out of shape and unhealthy as he did. Right. And it's it's because you obviously not tracking that or whatever else, but, you know, that it's that sort of like, I don't know how I got here. And I think that sort of relates back to the coding analogy that I, absolutely fucking nailed. And um, in terms of understanding, you know, how that was put together and what actually happened up to that point. The other thing that I often hear is I used to be X, Y, and Z. I used to be in the military. I used to be a fucking college athlete. I used to be X, Y, and Z. I used to train all the time, whatever else. And obviously those two things go on hand in hand. You know, if you used to be, well, I'll use Chris as an example because I was talking to him on Monday. He used to surf, skateboard, play sports and whatever else, super active and got away with all these, you know, the food and whatever else. He moved cities or states and all of the activities that he did in the previous state weren't, they didn't do them in the new state. So he stopped all the sort of output and things that he did and continued to eat the same. Obviously, you know, a lot of the people that I talk to, the biggest sort of change for them is whenever they got out of college, they got into the job that they, you know, they were focused on their career, you know, they didn't, they weren't out and about as much and then got married, family, all these sort of things that sort of took over and they sort of forgot about themselves, put themselves on the back burner. And there are the sort of things that happen. So it's about knowing and understanding what happened or where it went wrong, for for want of a better phrase. And the the thing, and I don't know, it sometimes it goes down well, sometimes it doesn't go down well, but whatever. And the thing that I always sort of put the people is, you know, I used to do this and I used to do that. Nobody gives a fuck what you used to do. It's not about what you used to do or who you used to be. It's who you are now and what you're going to do moving forward to better yourself and getting into that sort of that mindset of, okay, you know, I'm never going to be that person again because, you know, whenever you're 20 and you don't have a fucking car in the world and you're a college and you can just piss about and, you know, your metabolism's through the roof and whatever else you're never going to be in that position again. So there's no point in being like, oh, but if I get back to this or I get back to that, you're never going to get back to that. There's no way to. So you need to go, right, where am I at right now? And what can I do to improve myself from this point? Rather than always trying to be like, you need to fucking, you're, delorean to get back in a fucking time machine to get back to get back to when you were 20 so that you can you know do all these things that you used to do and people are so fixated and hung up on the things that they used to do or the way that it used to be or the way that they used to feel and i'll bring this back to what you said in the podcast last week that you know you feel better than you did in any of those years so yeah it doesn't necessarily mean that you know, because you did this before or because you were this way before that that is when you peaked or that was when you're optimal. And one thing that you said is that you didn't actually know that you could feel this good and i think that that and again it's another sort of point to note that when people come to me they maybe just want to lose a bit of weight but they don't know what that will lead them to do you know what i mean whether it is a case of they want to lose 50 pounds or they want to put on 10 pounds or whatever else like that's the sort of entry level thing because that's what they think they need but what often comes off the back of it is exactly what you're saying is like you know okay right you we wanted to lose weight but you never actually thought that Life and how you feel could be this good, and I think that's a fucking yeah. massive thing to to say.
0: Well, I, th- I think you look at this and it's it's tenfold, right? You know, uh, very similar story, by the way, uh, to Chris except mine was on the military side where you know they force you to PT every morning, right? So you're uh, physical training, so you're you're basically running a million miles, you're going to the gym or whatever, and then you know you're eating three thousand, four thousand, five thousand calories a day because you're you're burning so much, and then you get out of the military and you're like, hey, I don't have to PT anymore, sweet, and then you still eat four thousand, five thousand calories, and you're like, bloop. You know, and it happens to all of us in the military, at least a lot of us. And um, you know, they don't teach the, the the nutritional aspects and how to control your diet and that type of stuff. It's all fed to you. You know, you go to the you go to the chow hall. The food's already prepared for you. What you eat, portion sizes. I mean, it's it's basically you're in the military, right? Um, you know, the the thing that to understand, I think what you talked about uh, on the the different aspects there is that you know every part of what you do. Um, is, is one so that you feel better about yourself, your confidence, right? So, you know, I have a lot of confidence uh, in myself. It's weird. I was, I told the story a couple podcasts ago, but I had done the first in-person presentation, uh, at GURCON, uh, a few months ago, and, you know, I felt presenting so much more confident and, and sure about myself as I was up on that stage because of my health, right? You know, I felt great about myself. Um, so that's that's one aspect there, which is, you know, you, you get the confidence and things like that. You get the body image side of the house where, you know, Aaron, my wife will tell me all the time. She's like, man, I can't believe you're this muscular. This is awesome. You know, it's like having a whole new husband, basically, you know, so it's, you know, uh, and she loves it, you know, uh, and she loves loves the journey that I'm on with that. But there's also the, the aspect of, of how you feel. And I think we don't talk a lot about that because everybody wants to look great, but what comes along with that is all of the added, obviously, health benefits of looking great. So your your brain is optimized, your body is optimized, your endurance, your you know stamina, your ability to to do things, um, your your energy levels are through the roof. Everything starts to hit at a whole different level than it ever has before, and that is what this does to you, right? It, it's 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 and, and I don't even say you're... Your outlook on life is much more positive as well because you're you're achieving something that you've never done before. You're being successful at it, uh, which equates to yourself being more positive uh, about certain things. So, you know, I, I can honestly say, like, this is the best time I've ever had in my marriage. Uh, and, and a lot of that is due to travel and stuff like that being cut down and being home for my family, and my kids growing up and those types of things. But I'm, 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 you know, I've I've said this before, but I'm active. I'm, I'm, I'm coaching my kids' sixth grade basketball team. You know, I'm actively involved in a lot of charities. You know, I'm doing a lot more things that I never had the energy to go and do because I was never just in that 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 situation to be fit. And it's it's the best I've ever felt my entire life. Yeah, and sort of,
1: I think that that is probably the the biggest sort of curveball, I guess, for me whenever it comes to what you get from training and managing nutrition and you know looking and feeling better is it's that okay well i mean i achieved this thing that i never thought i would before what else can i achieve do you know what i mean it's yeah. like you open yourself up to like well fuck if i did that i can do anything and i think that you know a really point that i want to sort of hammer home is if you have the right mindset and the right attitude you can't genuinely achieve anything and i don't think that there's any sort of like i mean i don't think there's anything that would go against that. Like if you put your mind to it, you have the right mindset and the right mentality. You can literally achieve anything. It's not going to be easy, and it's getting yourself into that mindset isn't going to be easy. But again, this is a perfect example. And again, this comes down to how you speak to yourself. I always, always, always said, and I'm Martin, who the guy, my friend who's a photographer, um, he was always like, "Can you get on video? You know, on Instagram, so people can get across your personality." I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not good on video. I'm not a good public speaker." Blah blah blah. And I was telling myself, "I'm not these things. I'm not these things." I mean, granted, there's only 31 people watch this on fucking YouTube, but I'm on video right now. I'm having wait, we hit we hit
0: 10,000. We hit 10,000 um, views by the way, and we're we're ranked number two forty three on Apple. Ten, no, 216. 216. Okay. So, anyways, not to dismiss, We're getting we're getting better. We're getting way yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank it you must must for listening, up, by the way. Must- it must be
1: all the good intros that i'm doing um but yes anyway so so the things that i was telling myself were obviously true because you know i was like well no i can't do this and i'm not a good speaker and blah blah blah, blah. and i mean if i look back whenever i first started doing i just started it must have been about two years ago i was like fuck that, i'm just going to throw myself into the deep end i'm just going to start going live on facebook and i mean a funny story about that i, I actually find a piece of software that allowed me to record myself beforehand and then Upload it. So it looked like I was actually live on Facebook I was like that, you know, so I don't actually I'm not actually live. And I was like, I'm just doing these one take and then going anyway, so I just started going live. But anyway, if I look back to those and sometimes they come up my Facebook memories, I was like, geez, I really wasn't good at that. But I had the sort of mindset as I want to get better at this because, you know, I think probably the biggest thing that's come from this podcast is people get more of an understanding of me and my personality because it's just me having a conversation. And I think you know being able to do that and being able to put myself out there and get better at these things only comes from the fact that I know that I have been able to achieve other things, whether it's yeah. physique wise, whether it's training wise, whether it's the discipline to do X, Y, and Z, and you know all these things come as a byproduct from starting one thing and making that promise to yourself.
0: Even even like uh, just you know simple things like walking around the house without a, you know a shirt on, you know, or, or outside. Like I wouldn't, you would never catch me dead you know, inside or outside the house with my shirt off. Right. And, and now I have zero issue with that whatsoever. Right. Um, and, and, in I think, you know, the, the confidence booster that you get in yourself allows you to be successful in other things. But again, that comes down to when do you feel comfortable doing that and making those changes appropriately to get to there? And it's, again, it's taken me, you know, when I, when I came to you, Ben, I mean, I wasn't extremely overweight. Um, you know, I, I, had body fat, you know, of course, um, I was, you know, what we consider skinny fat and, you know, but, but, you know, it's, it's taken a year and a half to get to the point where I'm at now. Right. And, and it's a year and a half of going hardcore. I mean, it's, it's been a hardcore journey here. Right. So, you know, I'm not saying you have to do that, you know, but it may take you a little bit longer. Right. Uh, you know, I, 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 I've gone through my regimens before, you know, I lift six days a week. I do orange theory three days a week. I have one day of rest. You know, my, my macros are locked in, you know, I've done all these things to, to support getting to this as fast as I possibly can. Now, you know, when you, when you look at, at those small adjustments, it, that didn't come at once. You always bring the story up of Chris, which I really like a lot. When Chris first started uh, on this, this, this program with you, he's like, Hey, I can dedicate what? Two 30 minute sessions a week. That was it, right? And he's yeah. like that's all I have time for, right? And and that's progressed to what he's lifting five days a week now. Yeah, he's, well, no, he's doing four, and then he's doing four one on top of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm still way better than him. <laughs> time. Um, but uh, you know, but it's it's one of those things where you know he he has progressed over time by starting off with like, listen, hey, I'm going to do two minute sessions a day or a week. That's fantastic. Do it. You know, uh, get ten thousand steps a day. Do it. You know that those are, are small incremental changes that you can make that will have resonating impacts. The rest of your time, you know. But all of this does not work unless you get nutrition down first, right? It, would you agree with that, Ben? I mean, mindset yeah, well, is there, but you have to get your nutrition down.
1: Yeah. So uh, just to sort of touch on, you know, what you're talking about, Chris. There is that even that I don't have time is a narrative that you're telling yourself. Like everybody has the same. 24 hours in the day it's about your priorities and how you prioritize your time and yes i get that you know people are busier than others and whatever else but there's infinite ways that i can look at your day and save you half an hour in your day that you can go for a walk or you know whatever it is that you want to do so that even in itself is oh i'm too busy i don't have time is a narrative that you're telling yourself and is a mindset that you need to change then moving into what you're talking about nutrition get nutrition down i absolutely agree yes nutrition is on par as equally as important but again, if you don't have the mindset side down, yeah. then that will fail too. Because we're as humans very good at making up excuses, or you know, it's like, ah, oh, I'm a stress eater, or you know, I've always been this way, or I'm fucking big-boned, I'm big-boned.
0: Or, big boned. Big boned, big boned. this is your yeah. time. Yeah, I tell myself all the time, I'm big boned.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's you start to make these excuses for yourself because number one, it's easier, and number two, you're not in the headspace to actually change. So. All of these things come from changing how you think, how you feel about yourself. And, you know, it all comes from your mindset. Like, I genuinely think, and this is, I know we touched on the first Mindset Podcast, my sort of naivety whenever I went there as a coach, like, I was like, yeah, fucking buddy, everybody wants a six-pack, blah, blah, blah. And to be fair, I would say that, you know, the entry into the majority of conversations I have it's not someone going. Oh, I need to fix my mindset. It's I need to lose weight, or I want to gain muscle, or whatever. Yes, okay, to an extent, that's what they need. But what they really need is to change their fucking mindset and their relationship with themselves, with food, with people around them, and whatever else. But I can't be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna. You know, you need to come to me to fix your mindset. It's so interlinked. But I definitely think that the mindset thing is definitely the first point that we need to that we need to touch on.
0: Yep. No, I no, I fully fully agree. If, if you're if you're if you're not there with the mind even if you get your nutrition down you don't have the motivation you don't have the small things the long-term of, you know views of things you know, you're not going to be successful with it you know um i would just say the one you know, thing if,
1: that i was going to pick on you that I, i'm not going to forget i know yeah. that
0: we're almost coming up the time so
1: right, artist- i guess i gotta y'all see you guys later <laughs> oh, my internet's down laptop closed <laughs> um, no so the one thing so what i'm what i'm talking about now is the narrative that you tell yourself so i'm not this person or i'm i am this person or whatever else so you tell me all the time that you don't like the cold, but you're telling yourself that you don't like the cold. so i actually want you to challenge yourself in the new year to take at least one cold shower a week you can't tell people and we can't be having a podcast now about mindset and you can achieve anything and you've had all this great success you'd be like oh no but the showers are too cold i don't like the cold boohoo
0: well the. The only thing I would contradict with on that is that it it may be an actual like systemic issue where like I relate it to war uh, is my my so it's more it might be like more of like a post traumatic stress thing that uh, I'm dealing with here.
1: Okay, so that again, obviously, in a much deeper, deeper conversation, is a mindset thing.
0: It, it it absolutely is, and 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 you know, honestly, I, I'm, I'm sure I can overcome it. It's just one of those things where every time I take a cold shower, it reminds me of being in Iraq again. And uh, you know, just because I, I it's all we had was cold showers over there, so I automatically trigger that I'm you know it, it's so I, I I agree with you. I just it, it just always reminds me of that. So I'll, I'll I'll definitely do what I can, but it's like one of those things where I'm like, ah, it's a cold shower, and then I'm like I psych myself out. I'm like I'm like the, you know like, like the water will be running right. You know the water's running, and I see it, but I'm not in it. <laughs> and I have to like psych myself just to get in it and then I'm in and I'm like this sucks this sucks this sucks okay I'm out okay I'm going back in again you know like I I I, I have a lot of work to do there I, I, will, yes, I will admit
1: and, that and, but okay right so fair enough and I get it but well I don't get it but I understand so what I would say is imagine how good you'll feel in six months of time when you don't have that same feeling whenever you get into a cool shower and if I charge the you know you're one for studies and you know oh yeah whatever It's like you know the benefits you know it's the amazing. benefits yes amazing. exactly exactly yeah so my challenge to you is to actually do the fucking cold charge because we can't bark on about mindset and, and you can make a challenge for me whatever you want but unless it's like the orange steer or run 5k fuck that <laughs> a, a drunk
0: a drunk a drunk handstand no because i injured
1: myself <laughs> um we're know. not promoting alcoholism in this but anyway <laughs> So even what you're talking about in terms of like standing in front of the cold, my thing about that is be in a warm shower. Like The way that I started was be in a warm shower, and the Wim Hof app is really, really good for this. What it does is they have a beginner, intermediate, and an expert level, and they start off with 15 seconds of a cold shower. So you get into the shower, the timer's on for 180 seconds, so you have 180 seconds in a warm shower, normal shower, clean yourself, whatever you need to do. Then whenever the timer changes, you flip the cold right away. So you're already in the shower. You don't have that moment of stood in front of the cold water and it's so cold that you can actually feel the coldness of it you're already in it so you don't have that second to be like well i'm not getting into it i'm going to get into it i'm not going to get into it and it's literally 15 seconds and then it builds up
0: so it it adds 15 seconds every week i think so you do like four or five a week what's like the next time what like what's like the ideal time to be in a cold shower i don't know
1: go and ask your mate
0: andrew no i well I, I the the studies are, are I, used still do, subjective I used to, to do
1: i used to but i used to so this is the thing that this sort of started with me and matt like whenever i started with the Wim Hof, i was like i'm not doing the fucking beginner one i go into the intermediate one and then you move to the expert one And i think the sort of upper range for it is three minutes and so you do three minutes warm three minutes that's cold. fair
0: that's fair can you go back to warm again when you're done and like finish up or is it just yeah just, yeah yeah like, yeah of course yeah okay, yeah okay and i think you know i i say the the last the last uh, night, for some reason, I've been a cold baby. So like I, you know, I, I talked about this before, but like to optimize your sleep, I have a a, um, a cooling pad, and it, it it shoots water through like a, a pad that you put on top of your thing. I use a, I think it's an Uli is the one that I use, and um, it's called the Chili pad. And uh, I I keep it the very lowest setting possible. It's super cold. So when I get in my covers, it is cold as hell. But like I, you know, I've gotten used to it, and my body. Reduces its temperature quickly, and I, I can fall asleep much easier, and, and I have a much better better sleep. I have no issue with that at all. But the last couple of days, or last yesterday, I was just like, I'm freaking cold, man. So I turned, I cranked that thing up to like a hundred degrees, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm so cold. <laughs> and then this morning, I'm like, I'm cold. You know, it's so like I I, 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 so I'm I'm am I'm a, I'm a cold baby. I got it. I got it.
1: Yeah, so, but I'll, there's I'll, something I'll, you I'll, have I'll, to overcome. You have to overcome.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, was oh, a good podcast. Right? Yeah, well, I feel like we need to like finish up with like this is the thing that you know, three tips to overcome your mindset and whatever yeah. else. Mine are gonna be work out how you're coded, understand that, why you are the way you are, change your narrative and your relationship with yourself, how you speak to yourself, and change your environment is the other one. So whether it's social media, if there's people that piss you off or have a negative, or even if it's you know, sometimes I find that if you follow people who are constantly in good shape or, you know, these these fucking bodybuilders, I used to follow them all the time. And I'm like, looking at these. And that's when you start comparing yourself. That can be a negative thing as well. Some people, it can be yeah. motivational and that's totally cool. But some people, they compare themselves and then they go down this fucking rabbit hole. So work out how you're coded, change your narrative to yourself and change your environment, whether that's your actual physical environment, where you work, where you stand, where you have your family, friends or on social media.
0: The the big one for me is is make very small changes over time. So start off with, you know, hey, I'm going to log my calories, and that's that's a promise to myself. Or hey, I'm going to, you know, try to get more protein than I do carbohydrates or or fats. Um, You know, or hey, I'm going to try to stick to a specific amount of calories a day. Um, and by the way, I you know not to derail this conversation. Again, again, I won't talk about peeing in <laughs> a bottle again. But uh, um, there, there, there is some major, 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 major benefits of of intermittent fasting. Uh, and and um, I mean, it, your, your body basically when it goes into I put in parentheses or quote starvation mode. It cleans up your entire body, like it repairs things better. Your body becomes more efficient. Your mind fires on full cylinders. It actually has longevity issues, uh, things that occur where you know people that, um, and, and this has been studied in mice and humans. Uh, people that 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 um, are on intermittent fasting live substantially longer. Um, there's an interesting the, the Human Labs podcast just released this last week um, that the doctor talked about. Their mice uh, typically live anywhere from three to five years Uh, and, and normal mice live a year and they've done that through intermittent fasting, like longevity wise, it has some major implications on that. So I, you know, going into 2022, one of the small changes that I'm making and I've already started this is I am not going to eat anytime past eight o'clock. Now, the only exception to this rule that I sometimes have is sometimes I'd like to have like a bourbon or an alcohol every so often. And it's not very often that I do it, but you know, maybe like once every couple weeks or something like that, maybe at night I will have a bourbon it breaks that fast, but from eight o'clock in the morning, uh, typically until like 10 30 or 11 o'clock in the afternoon, the next day, I will not eat anything at all. And I will get into that fasted state where my body's basically going into repair mode and doing the things that you need to. So that's a good fasting window. Um, so, Tip tip on that is is if you can stop eating at eight o'clock uh, and not eat until like you know nine ten o'clock in the morning, you will have some good benefits there from an energy perspective, weight loss, things like that occur um, as part of that. So that's one tip there. But small changes, small changes is number one. Um, number two, uh, I would say, uh, which we didn't didn't discuss, which I'm surprised we didn't discuss, is is get your sleep down, and uh, that's part of mindset as well. Is is getting your sleep in order. Sleep is probably one of the most impactful things that you can do to help repair and replenish your body, your brain, and everything else that goes along. Because we need sleep. I actually, I don't care. I
1: actually got an app. I was going to send you, but I to. I want
0: oh, to use yeah. it myself.
1: It's called Rise. Um, and actually, what it does is, it, number one, it calculates your sleep depth <laughs> for the week. So how much sleep you need versus how much sleep you actually get and how much cool. energy you are. And, um, but it also, it gives you like a, and if anybody's watching on YouTube, I'm drawing a, a chart the same way that Dave was. It gives you like a curved chart through, throughout the day as to when you're going to be most optimal. So when you have your high energy points, when that starts to dip in the afternoon. And actually, funnily enough, I don't know whether it's just because of the time, the different time zones and whatever else, but there's a probably from about, now, so it's six PM where I am until about half eight. I have my second sort of like high energy, high productivity spurt in the day. So it's going to be cool for me to do this and sort of see if it's sort of in line with how I work and when the best time, for, when the optimal time for me to work is. But yeah, it's called Rise. I'll actually send you the the, the link to it. But I'm going to do it for yeah. sort of week before we can review it. Um, and it, just to touch on your your intermittent fast and things, I have no issues with intermittent. I know the benefits. I used to do actually extended fasts. I used to do thirty six hours, and like in that, right in the middle of that, how you feel is like nothing else. Like you're talking about mental clarity and energy and everything else, like really, really, really fucking good. The only issue that I have is people think that it's the only way, and they are intermittent fasting and they do it and they put the fucking D word on the end of it, and that's where it becomes a shit show. Yeah. If you do windowed eating or restrict timing
0: all you know
1: whatever you want but if you're somebody who's like intermittent fasting is the only fucking way to lose weight you can get in the fucking yeah bed. that's the problem
0: yeah i agree same thing for like keto or whatever it's like that's a whole up. different topic that's a- <laughs> <laughs> Do not. Guy, you,
1: i don't know if you saw the guy i asked him why I did keto, and he was like it's the best way to lose weight and i was like i'm not going to speak to you on twitter
0: anymore because i could did <laughs> <in that." laughs> i actually unfriended somebody recently like they they were going into like some crazy like 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 I don't know, like just crazy tribal insaneness of like no science backing whatsoever to like, hey, a bunch of my friends talk about this, so now we're experts in this area, so you know, keto's the only way and you're gonna die if you don't do it. I'm like, Oh my gosh Like I'm like I'm like i have to unfriend you i'm sorry like i can't i can't deal with this right now but like, that's I mean- exactly
1: so this is exactly what i'm talking about the environment so that's exactly it being able to take yourself out of that so you're not reading this negativity because people yeah. who maybe aren't as strong mindset wise but like, maybe keto is the way that i need to do it and then you're in the fucking cult and you can't get out of it so being able to just sort of take yourself out of that situation unfriend that person it means that you can sort of you know clean up your environment social environment
0: and listen, this is not a knock on keto or anything else. Like, it I mean, like, it, 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 <laughs> I mean, it mean, the pro the problem is, is, is the diet fad trend that we put ourselves into that, that will not make you successful long-term. I mean, I, I know very few people that have been able to sustain keto for long-terms. Now, some people have, and, and they have great benefits with it. It's, it's. Minuscule of the people that are successful with that, right? And what happens with those diets is you basically go on them. You might have some success, and then you're going to gain it all back again. So, you know, again, we're not we're not trying to knock specific things that you can do to optimize your body, but you know, you're going to fail. Most people are going to fail on those specific types of diets.
1: Yeah, I th- you're okay, right? F- in, in all fairness, one hundred percent, like there are benefits, I get it. There are some people who have to do it through Mm -hmm. health and whatever else. The issue that I have is the misinformation and the people who are like, this is the only way. That's where the issue becomes. It doesn't, it's the same with anything. It's like, that's not the only way to do it and have a bit of a sort of open mind to be able to do other things. It's not keto itself. It's It's the stuff that comes along with
0: it. It's it's no different than what we do from a a high protein, high high carbohydrate diet, right? You know, we, we got our nutrition down, we find what works best for us and, and what optimizes our body from an energy perspective and everything else. Same thing. I mean, you, you convert those scales and you go to a predominantly high fat, high protein, low carbohydrate diet, and your body then starts to go into ketosis, which uses fat for an energy source. You know, that if you if you have those those fundamentals and that that foundation, that nutrition there, and you want to do that for health reasons, then that that's a different story than Hey, I'm going to go on keto to lose 20 pounds, right? You know, you're not going to be successful in that journey. So it's, it's the, it's the wording of how it's being portrayed. Like if you just eat broccoli all day, you're going to fucking lose 100 pounds. Well, who wants to eat broccoli all day long? You know, by the way, keto may sound great because you're like, oh shit, I get to eat ham, fats, cheeses, you know, meats.
1: Cheese, cheese on a burger for my breakfast.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. It sounds it sounds amazing, dude. I'll tell you. After a month of that, you're like, I, I, I f- hate burgers. I hate cheese. I and I never thought I'd say that. I'm a cheese a and and I don't eat much cheese anymore. But it's too much fat in there. But uh, uh, it's 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 just crazy. Like you get burned out on that diet very quickly. And again, it's a diet. Yeah, and so that's I, my just, so, just so sort so of
1: sleep. just to finalize the keto talk. The issue yeah. that I have seen is, I'm in a couple of keto Facebook groups just for a bit of like research, I guess, and. The cult that comes along with it, the mails that they post are insane. So, yeah, I'll, I'll shut up my i kid up. So,
0: no, it's, it's just gonna get, just be careful of what, what you, you put yourself into because it, it most likely won't be successful. That's why we're talking about here mindset and putting frameworks around what you can do to be successful, making minor increments throughout your life to change your patterns of behavior. Those are things that will make you successful. It's like, Hey, you know, do you shut down a user day one to where they can't even log into their email? Or do you gradually make security changes, communicate things the right way, start to change their patterns of behavior, let them know that it's coming before you actually go and make, make these specific types of changes? So. You know, again, humans very difficult to, to change patterns of behavior and, and uh, habits that we have. So these are small things to think about as you go through. So get your sleep down. So many health benefits on sleep. You'll live longer. Your body will repair itself. You have mental clarity. Uh, everything starts to work. You have more energy. Like there's a lot of things that happen with with sleep. And and again, it's bullshit to say, hey, I only need two hours of sleep. There's very rare people that need it. The, the average uh, studies on there's, a, there's actually negative benefits to long-term sleeping too. So the the sweet spot is six and a half hours a day. That that is, that is the latest scientific research on sleep right now. Six and a half hours is the sweet spot. Anything more, anything less causes cognitive decline. So if you're sleeping 10 hours a day, you can expect some cognitive decline over time. If you're sleeping two hours a day, you'll expect some cognitive decline over time. So the six and a half hours seems to be the sweet spot for human beings uh, on the sleep side of the house. So again, for one, small incremental changes. Two, sleep. Third is track your damn calories. That is my third. And and that is a mindset thing. Promise yourself that I'm going to track my calories every single day. I, and, and, and people are like, oh, my God, it's such a burden. It takes me five seconds to log my food. Like I can tell you right now. I'll go into my app right now, and I'm going to show you on the screen because you know a lot of, everybody watches the screen. But I already have all my food for today logged. It's all logged already. You know, everything that put in my my mouth has already been logged today. I'm at, let's see, I'm at 1,045 calories. I got 118 grams of carbs. I got 24 grams of fat. I got 79 grams of of protein. Okay. I know where I'm at from a specific day. Now I know I'm about to go work out. So I'm drinking an energy, energy drink that has 190 milligrams of caffeine in it just to get a little bit of a spike and I'm going to go work out. And then guess what? I'm going to pound the food again. Uh, and I know what I'm going to eat and I balance myself throughout the day to where I get to a certain limit. Now, you know, right now I am at twenty eight hundred calories, uh, or twenty seven hundred. I can't remember. Anyways, 28. it's my. Cal- it's twenty eight. I think it's twenty eight. So I am at twenty eight hundred calories a day, uh, and I know that I need to get there. So I know what I need to eat to start to get to those points roughly. Now, if I, you know, decide I want to go in, I, I have a, a big burger or something like that, and it's going to be a thousand calories. Great. Now I know I need to kind of skinny it down a little bit for the rest of the day, and maybe not eat as much as I am going through. So, you know, again, balance yourself. Now, hunger is a good thing. Now, we as as a, a society have come to the point to where we're never hungry, and that's not good. Our bodies don't operate well when we're never hungry. Again, you see the the massive obesity, the health problems, everything that goes along with that. So being hungry is okay. Uh, you know, fight through that. Once you start to get into a routine of these, the the habits start to kick into effect. You should give yourself like two weeks for these habits to start to kick into place, right? Because it's gonna be something different and you're gonna have to kind of Push through if you're, especially if you're, you know, eating 4,000 calories and you're really, you should only be eating 2,500 calories, you know, a day. It's going to take you a couple of weeks to get used to that, right? But you will start to get used to that and you will start to change your habits over time. Those are my three.
1: Yeah. I think to touch on the hunger thing, I did a tweet about this the other day and I was listening to something that that this really nailed it. And it was like, you need to learn the difference between physiological and psychological hunger. Obviously, you know, if you've been eating breakfast at 7 a.m. every day for the past 20 years and all of a sudden you're not eating breakfast at that time you're going to be hungry your body's going to think you're hungry at that point so learn the difference between physiologically hungry and psychologically hungry but that will be a whole other podcast in terms of when calories in versus calories out doesn't work yep yep absolutely we're way over time because we went the fucking rabbit hole about keto (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway yes. Yeah, so that's mindset wrapped up raspberry, year, ketones. <laughs> raspberry ketones for sale there's a link in the bio <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now, listen hey uh appreciate all the listeners out there please share us uh you know let your family members know let your friends know um you know l- you know let's let's help out yeah.
1: for a review i mean yeah it can be five stars if that's how you feel but
0: whatever I mean, if it's not five stars, then, then we'll know, find it. Tell, us, tell where, us for you, know where you are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, seriously, appreciate all the listeners out there. Uh, happy New Year, everybody. Uh, let's make this an awesome 2022 and success for your health, your family, your life, your energy, um, the goals that you want to accomplish. Let's make this the successful year for you uh, and for what you do. And yes, we've all had past failures. We failed a lot. Um, let's make this a successful one because we're putting the right things in place. Just because you failed before doesn't mean you're a failure.